Hey, one, two, one, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School. Sorry, I'm closing my windows up because I don't want dogs barking in the background. We're coming to you live and direct from Mexico. So anything that you hear uh, that is distracting, I apologize for in advance. But long story short, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. My name is Kia Orion. I'm the man who is obsessed with making dope music and teaching you how to make your own. In this podcast, we come to you every single week to talk about music production, recording, songwriting, rapping, and everything in between. Uh, right now, because of quarantine, this is strictly a Q&A show, meaning these are questions that either y'all have submitted to me or... Um, that I find in either the Beat School community forum or in online forums like Reddit and things of that nature. So if you're not someone I know who submitted a beat and I butcher your name for the question, I apologize in advance. Um, I also want to say that this uh, podcast is brought to you by our one and only free producer training. It's a four-part series, Save 10 Years Worth of Trial and Error, Condense It Into 10 Days. You can find all of that at uh, www.beatschooltraining.com, beatschooltraining.com. That's our own four-part producer series. Check that out if you're an upcoming producer. Guarantee you're going to find some gems in that bitch. All right, now we're on to the questions. I'm going to try to knock out as many as I can in the next 15, 20 minutes um, and deliver you guys as much value as possible. So this one's called uh, by E-Daughter. It says, first time collaborating. First time collaborating in my life. Um... Do you have any recommendations? Uh, I want to start reaching out to more people and see if I can grow my network with other musicians. Yes. So here's the thing, E-Daughter, when it comes to collaborating, this is huge. So there's a reason that people collaborate. It's the same reason that um, it's it's like working with influencers, if you think about it like that, except it's just a little bit different because you're actually making a piece of art rather than it necessarily being quite as much of a business transaction. But when it comes to like a Taylor Swift and Kendrick Lamar feature, it might as well just be a business transaction um, because that's pretty much what that is anyways. But when it comes to collaborating, I would recommend finding people um, that you genuinely fuck with and like really enjoy their, um, their art because... Uh, if you don't, here, actually, one second. I want to make sure my levels, I'm going to check my levels real quick. I'm afraid this might have been too high. I don't want to blow y'all ears off. Um, when it comes to uh, collaborating with people, find people that you genuinely fuck with because if you don't, um, then it's a lot harder, I think, to find the inspiration to create the the material. And so I also would say don't agree to every collaboration that people ask of you um, because then when it comes time to actually do the do the work, you're not going to feel inspired for. I've definitely regretted collaborating with some people in the past because um, I just then – I agreed to it because I liked the person, but then I didn't love – I was like, ah, I don't really want to do this when it actually came time to, to buckle down. So when it comes to collaborating, that would be my biggest piece of advice is find people who you genuinely dig their music and reach out. That way it's genuine. That way um, they don't feel like you're just trying to use them for their audience. Make sure it's a legit connection, and often art will turn out better as well. Okay, on to the next one. This one's by 06 Kim. My voice is so dull. What can I do about it? I make melodic music kind of like Juice World and Trippy Red. I'm sure it's impossible to sound like them, but I want to know how to make my voice, use my voice to its full potential. So this one's tough. And this is one I would recommend, um, Kim, is just continue to create. I, I listen, your boy, I'm still finding my voice with it too. I make melodic music. Um, and the more you do it, the more you listen and hear yourself back, the more you start to understand what it is that you're kind of shooting for, what you're looking for. Um, and so I would recommend, first of all, 
experimenting with effects. I've had a lot of fun learning how to mix and experimenting with effects this year. And another thing that I'd recommend is to do it a lot. Make as much music as you can. So that way you can get feedback for yourself more than anything. You get out of your own head. You actually get it down. You get some um, actual, actual real tangible evidence, which your voice sounds like when it's um, recorded. Okay, this one, In Need of Artwork. This one's by Superbox9081. I've got a shit ton of beats I want to release, but no artwork to accompany them. How do you guys get the artwork for your beats? Super easy. Learn how to use Canva or invest in Adobe Creative Cloud and get Photoshop. Um, because if you have control over the artwork, this is one of the biggest things I can recommend. You don't have to be super fancy with it. Like That's why the nice part about Canva is it's free. Um, make something super simple, something you can do consistently. I love it. Look at Russ. So my favorite examples, look at Russ's artwork, very simple. You could do something almost exactly the same, draw inspiration from that and um, just like get PNG files or something like that and make them colorful, like pick some sort of an idea that you think is just interesting and unique that you can like replicate very easily for all your music and then do that. And, or just YouTube, how to make artwork for beats. There, I've seen, a, there's this guy named Eldre who makes dope artwork for his beats and he shows you exactly how to make hit. Um, Make his. Okay, this one's by Ill Masterminds. Transitioning effects in general, FX plugins, etc. I don't want my beats to sound like something out of an EDM beat with some massive transitions, but some quick tips on making the beat more enjoyable to the ear. Uh, so Masterminds, what I would recommend is here are just a couple hot takes on what I recommend for transitions. One, reversed open hi-hats or reversed like cymbals. And then adding a lot of reverb to them and you can get kind of like a cool kind of splashy effect uh, that's kind of as a riser. Um, and then you could just reverse it so that it's the normal and play it so they're kind of like back-to-back. -back. That's one thing I recommend. Um, another one that you can do is have some sort of like shout or some sort of vocal effect that drops like on the impact that you want. And again, add reverb and delay. I use a lot of impacts or sounds for impacts that um, are just like kind of add sauce to the vibe, but they aren't like a super big EDM, like splashy, big impact. Um, and then another thing that you can do for transitions um, that I, I hear a ton of people do, like just go listen to some Drake records, is just drop out drums, like drop out the kicks, drop out the bass, drop out different hi-hats, um, add a filter to your, I use filters all the time for transitions on like my main sort of melody, your main instruments, things of that nature. So that would be a big one that I would recommend is um, just it, don't get super fancy again, don't get crazy with it. Um, you could also go to splice. They have tons of transition effects, uh, and super easy sounds. But when my big key is a lot of reverb and a lot of delay so that they just sound the, they help the, and a breath. That's another one. If you have like a breath a reversed breath, I love as a riser, a couple ideas for you. Moving, 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 right up, moving right along. Kazin Noe, this one's not super crazy. How common is it to have hip hop beats that don't have a bass or an 808? I'm a music producer and I make hip hop. I'm using FL Studio and none of the bases I found and the default plugins are deep enough for me. I just made the beat without any bass at all. Is this uncommon? What if a beat has no bass at all? Uh, yeah, dude, all the time uh, you hear these. I just was listening to one the other day. I was like, oh, this beat doesn't have any bass or 808 in it. Here's the thing. Invest in a good bass or get spliced and get some 808s because that bass is going to make the track. That's just facts, bro. That's just straight facts. The bass, some good bass is going to make the track. Um, you got to have that heavy low end so that shit hits in your chest. All right. Um, oh, I like this one. This one's by Key Soul Beats. Help me choose between three plugins. 
Um, he wants to know, or she wants to know, between nectar elements, neutron three. Nectar elements, neutron three elements, or ozone nine elements. So I have, I've had nectar, I've had neutron, and I've had ozone. And I find that what I would recommend is, if you don't know about these isotope plugins, they help you mix and master um, kind of like some AI so that you don't have to do a ton of it yourself. Um, I like nectar and neutron. The thing, though, is when it comes to mixing, like mixing is something that you are going to want to learn how to do, mastering as well. But mixing if you can get the sauce right on your mix then you can use ozone 9 for some pretty dope mastering and i to be honest this is a little honesty moment i use ozone for almost every single track to master my tracks and then i'll just tweak it a little bit and maybe add like a stereo imager just to like widen it a little bit um but ozone is pretty much what i use to master my tracks ozone 9 so all of those three oh it's the one that i still use to this day that i recommend the most because I, I, it is important to know how to master as well, obviously, but I really would say learn how to mix so that way you have the control of your mixes and then when you want to add the sauce for some mastering. Okay. Um, I like this one. This is by Overlooked It. You ever make a beat and say to yourself, I'll mix it tomorrow, then come back a couple of days later and start and it starts and you're like, whoa, who the fuck made this? This is dope. Yes, uh, I, this happens all the time and I wanted to just have this question because I love this idea. Um, you have to let the beat and song like marinate a little bit and then come back to it so many times. This happens to me all the time. I'll make something, I'll be like, this is trash. Come back to it, I'll discover it like a month later and be like, this is kind of hot. Like, But you sit with it so long in the moment that you kind of forget or you lose you lose touch a little bit with like what's actually dope or not. So that would be my big recommendation is um, do this with a lot of tracks, a lot of songs. Even if you have a final mix of a track, bounce it, leave it for the day. Come back with fresh ears the next day. You'll have a much better objective perspective on whether it's actually dope or not. And most of the time you'll be like, oh, this is great. You'll just like, or you'll be like, I mixed these vocals way too low. I don't know what I was doing. Um, this one's by... Uh, I'm going to skip that one. That's not a super exciting question. Um, I liked this one. This one's by Alexis Musics. Not sure if that's, not sure if I fucked that ass up. Anyways, good places in the USA for business. Hello, I'm a producer from Memphis, but I moved to Indianapolis a few years back. I'm a producer engineer trying to find work in the field. There's not going on in my city. I'm looking for a, a move. Here's the thing. Right now, because of COVID, it's probably going to be tough to land some sort of new gig. I'm not sure how much people are going to studios right now. People are probably getting really nice with the bedroom studio stuff. So I would actually recommend getting nice right now with um, doing this remotely in terms of get on soundbetter.com and or really start reaching out to people building your business in terms of an online. And then you could do this remotely and then you could go anywhere in the world, which is really dope too. But in my experience, um, I've lived in Philly in New York um, for like extended periods of time. <laughs> and I recommend New York is dope, but because it's New York, everybody's there, right? Same with like LA, everybody's there. I recommend smaller, like mid, mid-sized cities. Like Austin has a dope music scene. Philly has a dope music scene. Um, Oakland's pretty popping, but also has a dope music scene, but like those almost like cities that are like mid-size, like mid-tier U.S. cities, um, I just think there's a lot less competition. And um, 
there's just there's a lot to be said for being a big fish in a small pond. So that would, that's what I recommend. I love Philly's music scene. Lots of opportunity there. But, I mean, again, I'll bring it back to you. right now. I would recommend getting nice with your work remotely, and then you could take it anywhere. And it doesn't matter where you go. Okay. This one's by Bring Jet Back. Being a successful rapper while being a full-time student, can it be done? Blah, blah, blah. I want to be a student and a rapper. Um, I want to try... I to get my education, but at the same time, be a rapper. Can it be done? Yeah, dude. Um, absolutely can be done. It's going to be tough, but it can be done. I would also say it sounds like you're trying to like have your cake and eat it too. I would say pick one. Pick one um, because I spent a lot of money on college and university, and it, it put me super far into debt that I ended up having to pay off uh, years later. Um, took me years to pay it off is pretty much what I meant. And so I, I was forced into a day job. So if you really want to pursue music, I would recommend um, not uh, trying to do both and give that one a real shot. However, if you do, it depends what you want to do. Like if you just want to be a rapper for a hobby, be a rapper for a hobby, get your education and then have a professional career. Or if you want to be a rapper, then why do you get a, why are you getting a degree? That being said, if you want a dope example, um, check out this this rapper named Samus. She's amazing. We went to the same university, and she was getting her PhD while also working on her rap career, which is super successful now too. So sometimes you want to do both. You can do both as possible. But I would say pick one. Put your eggs in, grow some balls, throw the eggs in one basket. You live one life. Really go for it. Give it a full shot. Go for what you want. Okay. Ooh, this one's, I answer every single podcast. This one's by King Kunta Party, FL Studio or Ableton. Not sure which to get, absolute new. Both seem good, but FL seems more mainstream. Thoughts? Yes, I would recommend both of these. I think you are right. Um, FL Studio is more mainstream um, in terms of like a lot more like hip hop production. You find a lot more tutorials out there for FL, but of the two, you honestly can't go wrong because these are the two most widely used DAWs. So, um, there's going to be a ton of tutorials out there for both of them. Try both. See which one works better for your brain, works better for your workflow. Ableton works better for me, but I know a ton of homies that use FL. I'm actually learning FL right now. Um, but lots of good tutorials out there for both. You can't go wrong. Try both. Choose one. Um, this one's by Subbing Galonzo. Would producing be more worth my time than rapping? I've been rapping for like eight months now, and I got 20 songs that haven't really gone anywhere. I get like 250 views on SoundCloud, but that's it. My producer says, blah, 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 blah. They get paid for innovation. Is it worth switching up? Dude, I answer this one all the time too. It comes down to what do you want to do? If you want to be a rapper, rap. If you want to be a producer, produce. If you don't want to rely on producers, learn how to make beats your damn self. That's what I did, and I highly recommend that because um, – you then have complete autonomy over your process. Right now, I'm really dialing in, trying to learn how to mix better. I, I'm using this vocal glaze course by this artist, Zen Boba, and it's really leveled up my game. Um, and it's something that I have struggled with for a long time is being better at vocal mixing. But I'm in the exact same boat. I'm like, if I want to get better at it, you got to do it. Um, shameless plug, if you want to learn how to make beats better, beatschooltraining.com. And you'll find a dope four-part series there. So go peep that. Learn how to make beats. And then make your own damn beats. Um, this one is by Jay's. I think I'm running out of time. So I'm going to try to keep this moving. How to take the next step as a producer. I've been producing regularly for some years now. But a, apart from the occasional um, 
sale here and there. How can I take the next step as a producer? Here's what I would recommend. Um, really start to dial in what your weak points are and figure out if you want to focus on those or if you want to double down on your strengths, collaborate more. That's a great way to get out there if you feel like you've reached a level that's really dope. If you want to really take your um, game to the next level, though, um, I would recommend, and this isn't just because this is me, um, this is a shameless plug, but it's also just because what I believe in, get some sort of feedback or get some sort of a coach. Find someone who can actually help you level up so that way you aren't just kind of drawing at straws. So um, get some advice, get some feedback, focus on certain specific things you want to level up. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Y'all, I think that's all the time that I got because I feel like I'm running out of battery on my camera. But, and there goes my fridge. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've made it this far, Appreciate you. Please slide in the DM at Kia Orion or hit me on email Kia at KiaOrion.com if you want to have your question answered. I appreciate y'all as always. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. All right, check you next week. Peace.